0: Oh, I don't pay for suits. My suits are on the house. or the house burns down.
1: Welcome back to the Red Right Hand Podcast. The show that covers each and every episode of the Peaky Blinders. I'm Josh.
2: And I'm Curtis. (laughs) (laughs) I have no clue what is happening. (laughs) We are back.
1: For season four, episode one.
2: Um, Season one, episode four.
1: I gotta be honest with you. When we were talking before about uh, not remembering a lot of the sequence of events in these next couple seasons, I really thought the stuff we see in this season was like season five stuff maybe nope yeah so now i really
2: really don't remember what happened you in were dead wrong five. man <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get there we'll get there let's get let's get through season four first somebody was dead there's... wrong
1: in this episode yeah a couple of guys were dead to, wrong
2: yeah there's a lot to unpack in this season and especially in this episode
1: yeah um So, the end of last season was the first, end of season three is the first cliffhanger you get um, at the end of a season. Uh, Season one and two both wrap up pretty neatly. Season two, um, the only kind of cliffhanger that was there was um, at the end of the episode, Tommy says that... um, he needs to write a letter to Grace, right? That he was planning Wait, a wedding. season two? He's was, he was planning on getting married. Was it was at the end of season one?
2: No, it'd be season two. It'd be season two, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I got married in the last season.
1: Yeah, because like two years passed between um season two and three, right?
2: Yeah. Two or three years? Something like that, two or three years. Which I was trying to remember how many years they said passed between season the end of season three and season beginning of season four. I think it was two more years actually.
1: Between
2: the third season and the in the fourth season, the end of the third season and the beginning of the fourth season.
1: No, I don't think it's been I don't think it's been a full two years. Okay. I'm not sure how long they're in prison. Um, I don't mean
2: well. Okay, let me back up. Not the part where they're in prison, though. But after that, so I should say after the the prison sentence is served, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> and then after that, to... it's a year. Oh, I thought they said two years. So I guess it was just a year. Okay. Yeah, it said one year. Okay. Well, I um, thought somebody said two years, like Lizzie or. Yeah, Lindsay, Lizzie or something. I guess I'm wrong, as always. I don't know. <laughs> I sure remember, um, like, aliens coming in and robots taking over Birmingham, maybe. I don't
1: know. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm jumping ahead. All right.
1: <laughs> Peaky Blinders 2024. 2024.
2: Invasion.
1: Um, so the last season ends with... um. The police coming and taking everybody but tommy away well not everybody they take away arthur john michael and polly um which is weird like i don't know thinking about it back now i'm like well why didn't they take any of the other women you know why didn't they take any of the other wives well, because but, but he they...
2: spe- he's he specifically said why they were getting arrested. Arthur and John were getting oh, arrested yeah. because of basically the the blow up of the train, and yeah. then Polly was getting arrested because of murdering uh, Campbell, and then um, John or um, Michael was getting arrested for killing the priest. Yeah, yeah. So everybody else was just whatever you know, Was able yeah. to, get, get yeah, I don't
1: know. I just figured they would have taken everybody in, you know. Yeah, um, so they take those four in, and where we pick up at the beginning of this season is they all basically get a visit at the same time that, um. It's like their sentence, I guess, has been moved up or I don't know Hanging exactly how to say that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know when they were trying to take Michael away, Michael said there was like an appeal process that was supposed to happen that wasn't supposed to start for like a few more months, though. Yeah. Um, but and we find out that a, some local judge like pushed this forward in the middle of the night. That um, there were plans to stop it, um, but somebody got it moving before they could do anything about it. Um, so all four of them are taken to the gallows, um, and yeah, it looks like it's about to go down because noose around everybody's necks. Final words: This is this is about to be it, um, and. In comes um, a guy with <clears throat> pardons for everybody from the king. Um said, and how- wait. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> um, what exactly did Tommy have that allowed him to get those pardons for them?
2: He had a letter from... The king, I think, but what the letter was about, I can't remember. Um, but wasn't there wasn't it kind of like a deal too? Like he had some dirt that he could easily pull the trigger on if they didn't, you know, get this thing stopped or something. Yeah. Cause I remember the guy saying how you know, how did this guy get a hold of a letter from the king? Which I don't even remember. I think he had said, or I think they said maybe how he got it, but I don't remember.
1: And what was his, um, he wanted pardons for the four of them. And what was his other request?
2: Uh, Did he have another request?
1: They call it like an OBE? Yeah,
2: he wanted to be basically knighted. OBE.
1: What is, what is that? What is OBE
2: we talked about it before uh because i know they said
1: he wanted to mention in the like the people of the year list or most most honorable people of the year something like that
0: um Dang it, it shouldn't be that hard to look up. And yet it is. Yeah.
2: Officer of the Order of the British Empire, OBE. Okay. I think it's basically being like knighted, though. In a way, not not the same, but kind of... Let's see officer OBE officer of the most excellent order of the british empire that's all it says
1: hmm. yeah and that was his other
2: request, request demand and, uh, yeah
1: yeah in addition to the pardons um and so that's it after that um everybody's pardoned you get a jump um to a year uh so it's been a year later and tommy is meeting lizzie at christmas eve a couple days before christmas
2: yeah it's around christmas time
1: um and she's just kind of been running errands for him and stuff i think she picked up christmas presents for charlie what i get him yeah um but i think the whole scene is just to show you kind of how disconnected um tommy is from everybody but like that at the forefront but also how disconnected they all are from each other right yeah um i like the uh oh yeah and yeah just <clears throat> to also let you know that he hasn't been with anybody since that happened like i don't think he's seen anybody since Mm. you know but like they were taken from the house that day yeah
2: right well except michael Um, michael's the only one he's in contact with yeah from that group
1: yeah but it's just because of the the business
2: right yeah
1: um john and arthur both kind of wanted out anyway yeah um and, and then Paul Polly. the same
2: way. Yeah. So, What
1: about the painter? Yeah. He and Michael are the only ones. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Where's that guy? Who the fuck knows? We'll never see him again. And we'll <laughs> never hear about him ever again.
2: We'll just say he died. In a yeah. tragic painting accident. <laughs> I don't know what that would be, but... I'm sure it's happened.
0: <laughs> um...
1: So Ada's been working in Boston. Um, that's the other one that has had contact with them, but just mainly because of work stuff. I don't know. I think she also is not. She's not super soured against him like everybody else is.
2: No, no her and Michael are the same kind of.
1: Yeah, um, but she's coming back, and she's going to be at. Where did Lizzie say they were all getting together? Is
2: it I think it was at John's house?
1: John's house for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that Ada was gonna be there. Um I I just like the line that Tommy gave. Um which should I give up first? The sex, the freedom, or the whiskey sours. because <laughs> um, she just told him that he can't keep living like this. And yeah. Uh, so apart from everybody, um, Tommy's got made. Yeah. Um, so from there, he goes over to um, one of their factories. I don't know what they do there. You Middle know, what's York? funny,
2: though. It looks it looks like it almost looked like the same factory that they had just dealt with in the last season. Yeah. When he's walking in, but I, I could be wrong about that. But it just kind of looked like that when I first yeah. watched
1: it this time around. I imagine most of those factories probably look the same. Yeah, virtually yeah, probably
2: so. Yeah, probably so.
1: Because we didn't <laughs> see them in like the like the foreman's office, like it was before. Right. Yeah. It was like a much bigger room. Mm-hmm. Um, And Michael Yeah before Tommy comes in the room Michael's doing a bunch of coke Um, <laughs> Yeah I feel like This is this season's kind of A turn for Michael a little bit too you know
2: Yeah well we saw A lot in the last season you know he's kind of Growing into Kind of a Tommy Type person you know with you know, dealing with that girl that he met in the first episode of season three. And then by the end of it, he's, you know, paying off a an underground nurse basically to abort that kid and yeah. doesn't want anything to do with her anymore, you know, so he's yeah. kind of, he's coming into his own for sure. Yeah. Um, Plus killing the priest too. So he's well in that and then killing that the jewish guy that was with alfie so he's got his first two kills
1: yeah um so they talk about problems that they've been having um at the factory and there's a woman that's um stirring up things with the workers um and I had to uh, had to pat the show on the back a little bit here for actually bringing back somebody who they've talked about in the past um actually carrying them over from one season to another <laughs> ruben um <laughs> and they brought back uh Jesse eden so we never got to see her last season um they talked about her though yeah, but she is um, actually in this season. So, um, but she's been stirring up things with the workers. Um, later on, you know, we find out that the problem is that it's not in his factory. <clears throat> basically, saying that women in that factory that they're in. Uh, women who are cutting—I don't know if they're cutting metal, if they're cutting wire—I don't know what they're cutting. They call them cutters. Um, they make uh, less they like, than yeah, less than the men. yeah, like than men who do the same job, but at a different factory. Like, there's no men who are cutters in that first factory so there's no pay comparison you know
2: right like yeah. it's
1: not like oh well the women cutters only make this much there's only women cutters um and tommy kind of takes a hit with well yeah they are different factories you know but you own both of the factories like
2: right you know so he you finally just like whatever then you know if you want to if you want to play that game then i'll do it i'll raise the I'll raise the women's pay here, but I'll also lower the men's pay down there. You know, yeah. kind of threw the ball back in her court. It's like, cause they're going to yeah. be pretty pissed when I tell them the reason why I cut their pay. Yeah. And then um, she's going to have to deal with that. Cause they're going to come to her. You're going to come to her then.
1: Yeah. Uh, when is boxing day? There's a lot of talk about boxing day in this episode. Uh, that's a good question.
2: Because I know I've heard of it a lot. Uh, oh, the day after Christmas. Oh, okay. So, December 22nd. Do you know she's a real person? Or she was based off a real person by the same name, apparently? Boxing? No. <laughs> no, Jesse. <laughs> oh. Jesse, <laughs> did you know I'm boxing like, was a real person? You, I
1: have no idea what Boxing Day is. <laughs> it's
2: all about boxing people.
1: No, it's not. What is it? They
2: go out, everybody goes out into the streets after they get their boxing gloves for Christmas. Do you and box they just think it's like boxing people. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the, maybe it is boxing, like, you know, boxing the tree up and whatnot. Well, not boxing the tree, but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah you said Uh, jesse eden was
1: based on a real person yeah this deal says name also jesse eden
2: yeah okay this deal uh says about boxing day is though it originated as a holiday to give gifts to the poor today boxing day is primarily known as a shopping holiday because i guess you get all the deals (laughs) kind of like uh makes you think of uh Oh, what's that? Black Friday or whatever. Yeah, kind of makes me think of that. Because like, you get like the deals or something like that from leftover stuff yeah. from Christmas. I can get a Christmas tree for a dollar.
1: I can sit in my house for three hundred and sixty
2: right. days. Right. I'll just use it for every. Do you guys holiday. put up?
1: A... Do you guys even throw up the tree anymore?
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I think. I think mom likes to throw it up here and there, but she's always like, (laughs) every year she's like, I just don't know if I want to do it or not. I'm like, just don't do it. I mean, like, you don't have to have a tree up. I don't understand. I mean, I get like, you know, it's a traditional thing or whatever, but it's like, it's not a big deal. Or even at that, just get like a small little tree. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like the ceramic ones that, that grandma used to have. Yeah. But yeah, it's just a pain. I mean, like like with the ones that the one that they have is it's a fake tree and it already has the lights in it. So it's just a deal of like you just gotta take it out and then like piece the it's like three or four pieces you have to put together on a pole Mm -hmm. and then you just gotta connect the lights and then like put all the different little ornaments up, which whatever. I mean it's not a big deal, but
1: we have (laughs) one like that, but we tossed it and we just got like a small one now and yeah sometimes i don't know it's always like sometime between thanksgiving and christmas for like one night she'll get really excited about it and put it up
2: right yeah but i don't know to me it's like you basically have a month of it and then once christmas is over then you're just kind of like looking at it's like yeah i should probably take that down but i really don't want to because i'm too lazy so i'm just like what's the point i mean you know, we're not kids anymore, so why do we need this this Christmas tree up? I don't know. People are probably thinking I'm like a Grinch right now or Pa Humboldt or something. <laughs> uh, what was that dude's name? Uh oh, Mr. Scrooge, Scrooge or whatever. Yeah, Scrooge. <laughs> I hate Christmas. <laughs> uh no, I just I don't know. I think it's too much. I think I think there is some things too where it's like people go way over the top. On Christmas decorations And I'm just like why But I mean to each his own We've gotten way off track By the way I
1: think we were talking about Jesse Eden And Boxing Day Yeah Yeah Yeah, because I want to talk about Boxing Day In this episode
2: Right she uh, Yeah she's based off a real person that was By the same name Okay yeah um, didn't know if you know that or not. Just I threw that. Oh, I mean
1: it. Yeah, it. It's not unbelievable. Yeah. Um. Ugh. Oh my god. <laughs> um, Fun fact coming your way. <laughs> Michael and uh, Tommy talk about Polly. Uh, she's been in pretty bad shape since uh, she got out of prison. From what we saw, she didn't look like she was in good shape in prison. No, but um, I think Michael said they've been giving her those pills she's taking since she was inside. Yeah, so it's probably playing a big part in it. Can mm-hmm. um, you tells Tommy, that she's basically just been she's been taking the pills, drinking whiskey, and doing seances in the house. Um, but Michael says that people just come to them so they can steal things from right. inside. yeah, yep. Um, I think when Tommy gives his advice, I think he gives... Um, I don't know if it's really advice or it's him telling Michael what he would say to her to kind of try to disarm her.
2: Probably both. I mean, isn't it one and the same, basically?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I don't know. Whenever we hold on Michael's... a second, man, hold
2: on, hold on, hold on.
0: We're back. (laughs) Seamless transition. transition. (laughs) Nothing happened.
2: (laughs) I don't even remember what we're Uh, talking
1: about. (laughs) um, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, Polly being crazy. So when Michael goes to the house, yeah, we see Polly, um she's in pretty bad shape um yeah she's just not (laughs) you she's mixing whatever they're giving her with uh liquor and i don't think she's eating no um so she's she's not doing well um tater's awake now
2: (laughs) i was about to say he finally made an appearance
1: yeah um so michael i think he just tries to do what tommy would do and he she sees through it basically you know she
2: she basically says that's tommy talking i can hear it
1: yeah yeah
2: and that's unfortunate because, like, he really does want to help his mom, you know. And and yeah. Tom, I think Tommy's the same way. It's like he's trying to help Michael help her. Yeah, you know, he's truly been genuine, not not being you know mean or anything.
1: Yeah. Um. So uh, Ada gets into the country, starts making her rounds. Um, she goes to see John first, and um, oh no, no, no. she goes to see. She goes to see Polly first.
2: Mm-mm, no, 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 no. She sees she goes to see John and oh, then yeah, yeah. Arthur, Arthur and then okay. Polly. Yeah,
1: I guess that scene is just split up like at Polly's yeah. house.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um.
1: So, Ada visits. Um, Esme's still pretty mad at Tommy. Um,
2: well, and she's mad at at uh, Ada, too, because like she's still working for her. Yeah. Him. She's still in contact. She won't break loose or whatever.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know what the I I hate these points in a story where they're like, no, we can fend for ourselves. And you're like, yeah, well, something something's bad is right red around flag, the corner. Red flag. Yeah. <laughs> um
0: so nothing
1: nothing happens um at John's house think because he hasn't opened the mail yet mm, nope yeah because he opens the mail and calls arthur when ada's over there yeah um so they just talk a little bit uh, nothing super important in there um ada goes to see arthur um oh no wait not yet um that was just a scene with Arthur and um, the baby that they named, presumably after um, Billy. Uh, Kitchens. Kitchen, yeah. Yeah.
2: Because um, they get a phone call, then the Ada's on the way or something, right?
1: Yeah, something like that. Um. And just showing you that like they've had the baby, you know, it's a year old. <laughs> it's right, been like yeah. a year. Um Arthur's hair looks
2: ridiculous. I think this is probably the best look he had, though, with his hair. Really? I think so. Man, I think it good. Looks and long. crazy,
1: looks crazy. It's like a hobbit hair, hobbit
2: hair, yeah. I could see it's like
1: that. short and then
2: long. <laughs> Um, let me just say it looks it almost it looks natural to him yeah his his other haircuts where it's you know really short on the side and then the long on top it just i don't know i'm not saying it doesn't fit his character but it just looks pretty pretty extreme i guess i don't know Mm. and i always think about like they talk about Uh, Some of the actors on the show, especially the guys, they talked about the haircuts and how they honestly did not like wearing their hair like that. Um, And so I always think about like Arthur because he did he did not like wearing his hair the way they had to uh, whatever Paul Anderson. And so I'm sure every time I see him in this episode when he's got the long hair, I'm thinking I'm sure he really enjoyed having a different haircut, you know, instead of the one that he was always wearing yeah so
1: um there's a little cover of uh was it red right hand right there or mm. was it okay i think it was red right yeah, it's hand kind hand of a that. kind of a chorusy cover is very different from any of the covers we've heard so far
2: it wasn't bad I that no, it was it. good
1: uh just different um Jesse Eden comes to meet with Tommy. Um, Yeah, there's kind of everything that we laid out before. She's mad about the pay um, of the female workers in that factory. And she's threatening that basically if she, you know, if things don't change the way she wants it to, then because Tommy's saying things will change, but it'll bring down the pay of the men also while bringing up the pay of the women.
2: Right. Well, and um, then she says that she's basically threatening a strike, and so he calls her bluff yeah. because it's like it's too close to Christmas. Do you really think people are going to do that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, at a time when people are pretty desperate for money, not a lot yeah. of people are going to be leaving their job.
2: Right. Actually, you know what? I think she says she, she'd she call a strike on Boxing Day, maybe.
1: Yeah, by Boxing Day.
2: By Boxing Day, which then he's like, do you really think people will do that the day after Christmas? You know, with all that, yeah, but it's Christmas.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, Tommy, Tommy calls her bluff, and they're just kind of at a standstill there. Like we'll just have to kind of see, you know, what comes from that. Right. I honestly don't even remember, so we'll see. Um, uh, oh, the next I note I put down was a uh, Christmas with the dogs. Um, because Tommy tells, uh, one of his servants that, um, he's going to have 26 people for dinner, um, on Christmas and she gets excited thinking it's his family. Um, right. he says, yeah, th- they're family, you know, but it's Johnny dogs and all of his family and company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Christmas with the dog
2: this is about there's gonna be a lot of children hell there may even be some uh, born on the floor
1: (laughs) yeah oh man um so that's tommy's christmas plan right now um you know lizzie was trying to get him to go to john's for um christmas dinner but
2: well, and uh, an important part with when his server came servant came in was she she asked because the um the chef, the new chef or whatever wanted to know which is important later on in the episode.
1: Yeah. Um and he also invites her to yeah, Christmas dinner. Um Then, uh, then we start getting start getting some black hands. Um, Tommy opens his mail. He sees a weird letter. Um, his pile of mail there. Opens it up, and it's the black hand of um, I don't remember what mafia family they said. Um, uh, but yeah, I don't
2: remember.
1: But the one coming to carry this out is um, the only living son of Changretta, um, the old man that they uh, killed in the last season, uh, because he—I mean—he ordered the hit on Tommy's wife. Well, on Tommy, right. yeah. Um. Yeah, Luca Cengheta.
2: Luca,
1: um, Luca. Uh, and he's pretty crazy looking. Like especially with that scene where they're coming in. Um,
2: they they pick the, the right guy. Yeah, they yeah. pick the right actor for it. I just, I mean, I don't know who else could have done it better than Adrian Brody.
1: Yeah, because the other two guys are so non-threatening looking. And they're happy looking. Steps looking. It's weird. It's just <laughs> like, oh my god.
2: Yeah. Well, it's almost like they were trying to like, they were trying to like put like on a, like a facade of like, Hey, I'm a good guy. I'm just coming. I'm just visiting, you know, England or whatever. And he comes in and he's just like, I don't care what you think of me, man. Yeah. If you um, ask my business, I've got, I would tell you straight up, I'm going to murder somebody. <laughs> um. Which I did like his answer when they asked him, "What's your business in England?" He's a pleasure.
1: Yeah, pleasure. Um, so Ada's visiting Arthur and Linda. Um, the only note I put for that was pathetic. <laughs> um, Arthur's Why? just like a. He's just like. A, he's a tool. Yeah. He's um, a whipping boy. Ada asks what he spends his days doing, and um, Linda says that he spends his days in the garden. Um, Something else, I can't remember what the other thing was that she said that he was doing...
0: Yeah, I don't don't remember.
1: Um, But, yeah, she's kind of... You know, nobody's who they were before basically um they're all just kind of dumbed down versions of themselves in a situation like this where they're about to be thrown back into you know i mean arthur says they don't keep any guns in the house like nothing like that you can't live the life that you've lived and not be prepared you know you can't just like turn it off and be like okay well everything's okay now because i say it is
2: right yeah at least carry like a handgun dude some yeah. type of protection but even john
1: john's got like that super old rifle
2: no dude he i, I mean i guess they got in. a
1: couple pistols or oh no yeah he had a bag he full comes in with an arsenal
2: man yeah yeah because he came in looking like a commando at that one point yeah With like the bullets wrapped around thing. him <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's prepared for sure. Um,
0: yeah, that's when the
1: that's when the uh, phone calls start happening. Uh, John sees the mail, calls Arthur. Um, Arthur sees it, tells Ada about it. Um, but he doesn't want to then, tell
2: whatever her name is, yeah. Linda. But he doesn't want to
1: tell Linda. Um, so Ada gives Arthur her gun and she's gonna go see Tommy next, um, and talk to him about it and see what he
2: wants to do. Um, Taylor just jumped up to the top. <laughs> how does he how, let me ask him real quick though. how does he get up there? Because I keep wondering. he he just jumped up there that's crazy man because that's a big jump because i remember when you i remember when we first gave you that desk and i remember him walking around on it and he kind of like put his like put his paws up on that one part of the cabinet like he wanted to get up there but he just he wouldn't do it
1: he doesn't even need to like grab on he can like hop like all the way just hops that's insane
2: man yeah that's insane He's nuts, how are you gonna just, get down? I'm just basically, I'm just waiting at some point. Like, he gets up there, and you're just like, whatever, he does that all the time. And you're looking at the camera, and all of a sudden, he just comes down. And you're just like, Bruh, <laughs>
0: you're like, how What are you, are you doing?
1: There, dude. You don't have enough room to jump.
0: What are you gonna do?
2: Make a decision, Tater. You're holding up the recording. <laughs>
1: this guy
0: oh man the people wanted you to
2: dance with the cat again
1: no free cat dances
2: <laughs> you gotta pay for that pleasure hmm actually you know what you have to subscribe for that pleasure so if you want more uh, cat dancing videos you gotta you gotta subscribe man
1: um so ada leaves arthur with her gun she's gonna go see tommy um see what the plan is and see if he's gotten one also um
2: I like the little setup he's got with his little, with the little handgun, putting it all together with like that little.
1: With the stock. um,
2: Yeah. The stock. Yeah. Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: A lot. I mean, I guess he'd be a lot more accurate at range. Yeah. But anyway. um, So then we get that scene of Luca and his men entering the country. Um oh, I guess after this, um yeah after this is that when, yeah, that's when um Ada goes to see Polly. um yeah. Michael talks with Polly. can't really get through to her. She's just hearing Tommy um, you know, coming out of his mouth. Right. And uh, they're kind of at a breakdown moment there. Michael's gotten rid of her pills. Um, she's freaking out. And uh, then Ada shows up and kind of manages to calm her down. Um, she says, check the mail. Polly's also got one. That means they've all got them. Um, and she basically just told them that she's going to go... Um, you know, like with Arthur, she's going to go talk to Tommy and see, um, what they can do, what the, you know, best plan of action is going to be here.
2: Right. Exactly. Cause like you said, it's like, we need to, Tommy's convinced is like, we need to get together. Cause when we're divided, they're going to easily, you know, pick us out in the open.
1: Yeah. Um, Uh, there's like a little scene of um, oh, I guess that was just right before Ada gets there, but Tommy um, takes Charlie to leave out uh, some food for Santa and his reindeer, and the food choice was a carrot for the reindeer and a pi- was that some kind of pot pie?
2: Not that I remember. All I remember is the whiskey (laughs) and then then he goes to bed and then he drinks it.
1: Yeah. After Charlie goes to bed, he's like, "Eh, actually, I'm going to drink this whiskey.
2: That whiskey actually was for me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Because we all know Tommy is Santa.
1: uh, So then Ada shows up. Which, by the way,
2: which uh, leads us into the uh, Mm -hmm. secret Peaky Blinders episode, the Christmas special.
1: The Peaky Blinders Christmas special?
2: Yeah, where they have to go steal uh, Christmas presents from the rich to give to the poor. Okay. And Tommy Tommy dresses up as Santa. (laughs) Uh, Could you even imagine?
1: The Peaky Blinders Christmas spectacular.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's a musical episode, by the way
1: um so ada comes to see tommy um and tommy's plan is for them to go back to small heath um that he knows that if they're all separated they'll get picked off one by one um and there's not really a safe place for them Uh, The only place they can go and hope to kind of defend against this is to go back to small Heath, Um, because, like Tommy says, every we say every man within a four mile radius of the garrison is a soldier for us. Yeah. Um, so that's I mean, yeah, it was any better than any idea I would have had. You know, I would have thought maybe everybody hold up it tommy's house maybe or something but yeah going back to small heath is probably the best option they're protected by the police there Mm -hmm. um a lot of security is there yeah um so he's calling a family meeting um on boxing day (laughs) um is everybody's got to be there uh you know, John, Arthur, Ada, um, sure. Oh, it's going to be at Charlie's yard. So Charlie and Carly will be there. Um, Michael, Polly, and probably Johnny Dogs and his people. Um, the new chef. <laughs> the sous chef you you, uh, you want to talk about the chef
2: this dude he's very anal about knowing what to cook how many people are coming and what time to put the dinner on the table and it's kind of like what tommy told his servant when she came and asked well you know what time are we supposed to be serving because the chef wants to know he's really he really really wants to know or whatever and the funny thing too is like, you know, it's, it's Johnny dogs. You know, he, his people are camped down the r- by the river or whatever. They'll come up whenever they're ready. And when they're ready, then you can serve it or whatever. I can't give you a specific time of three o'clock, two 30 or whatever. Um, it just, whenever they get here is when they get here. And yeah. so, you know, he, he finally kind of has this thought of, I don't even know this guy. And, you know, when you're in a situation like he's in, it's like, you need to know the people around you kind of like what you we were just talking about going back to small Heath. It's like, you know, those people and you know, they're loyal to you. Yeah. You know, you don't, you know, you're in this big house with all these servants and everything and you don't know, you know, who these people are. Heck that's, that's how he lost his, he got his son kidnapped in the last season. Was he gave it to a maid that he didn't even know, and and just was like whatever, and then she took off with him. And so, yeah. so he finally was like, you know, is this this guy new? Yeah. Well, you know, do we have the paperwork on him, his resume, yada yada yada. She's like, yeah. So he goes into his file and and uh, finds out, and he he mentions this later too that um, this guy actually came from a place called uh San Marcos which was a restaurant that is actually owned by Sabini and so Mm -hmm. he decides to go down there and he's you know talking to some of the guys and he's meeting them and there's this one guy uh Antonio he he doesn't stand up and so he's kind of suspicious about this guy and one of the weird parts is as he's walking away um he ends up ham- handing him a 10 what a 10 pound bill or whatever yeah, I, ten, 10 pounds pound. um had to do something with what they what they had said earlier but I, something about some inconvenience or whatever but it was more or less a test from Tommy to Antonio and so he kind of goes back to where the the chef is actually at and so he starts you know kind of grilling him and trying to figure out know what the deal is and who you are and so he finally just tells him it's like i know who you are i know who you're working for i know who sent you and i know that antonio is here to kill me Um, you know i just gave him a 10 10 pounds and it didn't mean jack squat to him you know so obviously he's getting paid a lot more Yeah. yeah that's it yeah um And so he finally gets this guy to, you know, kind of confess. It's like, yeah, you know, they put me here. They didn't, they really don't tell me a whole lot. They just told me to, you know, basically infiltrate the, your house here and and get set up to kill you. And so he gets this guy to, to lure Antonio back into that back room. Of course, Antonio's, you know, ready. He's got his gun out just in case, but oh man that brutal part where he, t- he takes that meat hook and just like oh, puts it right yeah. into like his clavicle area and just starts mm. dragging him around dude that's so brutal yeah oh, it makes me hurt every time i watch that yeah but yeah he ends up killing antonio and then he ends up killing the chef too uh of course then he brings i like when he brings the uh, johnny dogs down there to get him to dispose of the bodies and he's like oh, so you're back into this sport now or whatever. He's like, yeah, I mean, I kind of have to, man. It's, you know, it's kill or be killed, you know, basically. uh, Did he kill the chef too?
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, he kills the chef too. He kills both of them because he killed, uh... he ends up shooting the chef in the head because he's kind of holding him down on the ground, I believe. I think he did, didn't he? I don't think
1: so because he told them he told him to deliver a message to Sabini and it was that after they were done with the Americans, that they were coming for him next, that he picked him. Yeah. Yeah. He said, you tell Sabini, he picked the wrong side in this war.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he shoots, he ends up shooting the guy in the head Antonio and that's where he gets the blood on his face. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he had
1: him pinned down.
2: Yeah. I don't think he killed the the, other guy. The meat hook, okay. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think he did. That poor guy. Yeah. (laughs) Of course, then he's like, "So we're not gonna have uh, Johnny dogs. Like, so we're not having uh, what uh, was it? Fish? I think it was some type of fish, maybe."
1: No, he was talking about the goose or something.
2: A goose. That's what it was. We're not gonna have goose anymore. He's like, "Only if you, you know, bring some on your way here or whatever." He said, yeah, "Only if you
1: can catch one on the way." He's right, like, we're yeah. going, we're going back. Like we're going back. Yeah, to that's when
2: he. Yeah, that's when he tells him, and you could tell Johnny Dogs was really happy about that, man, for sure. Yeah, because you know he told him straight up, "Is like you don't, you don't belong here, man. You know, you, you're a wild horse, and this is kind of bringing you down. You know, you need to be let loose." Yeah. Sorry about it. sneezed. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs>
1: anyway <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah then Johnny Dog's going to take care of the body um, and after that they are running back to Small Heath which by the um, way he
2: asked I don't know if you remember he asked if he wanted the body burned and he said no because this is a message yeah I don't know what they're going to do exactly with it maybe just throw it on the doorstep or
1: something <laughs> right well, I'll put it where somebody will find it. Yeah. Um. And yeah, they basically just get out of there right then. Um, I can't remember if it was here or a little bit before, where Tommy started calling around and telling everybody, like, "Hey, we got to go!" Like he can't get a hold of John, and he tells Arthur that they got to get uh, Small Heath. Mm-hmm. um and so he sends michael to go get john um and yeah that scene is just very like i mean right before that where they're like you know he gives the orders to johnny dogs and then he's like packing everything in bags like he gets all of charlie's christmas presents throws them in a bag like and they're <laughs> gone like they're getting yeah. out um So, um, Michael goes to, uh, pick up John and Esme, um, he gets there and they basically tell him that they don't want their help, you know, that like they're, they're still, you know, going to be on their own. They don't want to have anything to do with Tommy or him. Um, And yeah, I just like the line from Michael about how he's like, this is the New York mafia, you know, like we we can't mess around with this. Like we're not, we can't handle it. And, um, John said he's like New York mafia, you know, he's like, we're the, we're the Peaky blinders. And Michael says, we're not the Peaky blinders if we're not together. Like we're not, you know,
2: yep, we're we're
1: not the group if we're not a group. Right. You know, um, but yeah of course right about that time uh, there was a wagon on the road that um, full of hay bales <laughs> that Michael had passed on the way in and right that about guy? that time the wagon rolls up and um, they kick out the barrels and they've got Tommy guns so they've got John a little outmatched there yeah um, yeah and they mow down john and michael right there i forgot that michael gets shot too
2: yeah 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 he gets shot up man
1: um yeah and as they both hit the ground that is the end of the episode got it <laughs> done so it leaves you on a real cliffhanger there um you know if they both die if neither of them die um but somebody's gonna die <laughs>
2: It's Esme, right?
1: Yeah. The the twist is that it was Esme. She got shot while she
2: was inside. Right. This bullet kind of like traveled around walls and through a door.
1: One of them like wanted, slung his gun and threw the... Right, through the bullet. bullet. Around the corner. <laughs> he
2: curved it.
1: Yeah. Uh, well... That's the end of season four, episode one. We're in a hurry. That, how'd you feel about that episode? How'd that make you feel?
2: A lot of emotions, man. A lot of highs, a lot of lows, a lot of mediums. Um, I'm still waiting to see that Christmas special. That's what I want to see. Maybe a very
1: something. peaky Christmas, a
2: very peaky Christmas. <laughs> Like, how do you even write an episode like that? Seriously. You don't. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, you're right. You just don't. No, it was good. Um, I mean, I remember basically everything that happened. Unlike you. Yeah. So.
1: Well, we'll see what happens uh, next episode. Episode two. We're back. Yeah, you we know, back for uh, episode two next week. Uh, episode two, season then, four. Yeah.
2: Say it backwards. Um,
1: <laughs> until then, uh, make sure that you subscribe um, on our YouTube here. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Joshua Lynn Gary. Um, you can also follow the podcast on Twitter at Red Right Hand P O One. I'll see you. Peace. Go. Cool.